everybody. Welcome to the Hawthorne Effect. On this episode, Jimmy and I will be competing to see who knows Nathaniel Hawthorne better with a game show that we created called Is It Hawthornian? We even hired a game show host to administer it, and we'll meet her in a moment. We will be competing for an 1865 edition of Hawthorne's unfinished manuscript, Septimus Felton. So here is our host for the day. Hi, I am Sandra Vavino, and I am so thrilled to be on this show. So you may know me from other shows that I have been on, like Crazy Marbles or Question Your Mom. Um, those shows um, are canceled, but I am so glad for this next stage of my career, and I just love what we have planned for you today. It's going to be off the chain. Ha <laughs> ha. Can I get a little energy from the audience? So anyways, she is here to administer this game show that we're going to run, and the show is called Is It Hawthornian? And would you like to explain it, Sandra? Of course. So what we do in Is It Hawthornian is there are so many objects out in the world today that have the word Hawthorne associated with them. But, of course, these objects are not really um, related to Hawthorne or his work. So, But the twist in our show is I'm going to show them an object. And whoever can make the stronger case that it is indeed Hawthornian, um, they will win that round. So welcome to Is It Hawthornian? My two contestants, Jimmy and Monica, and they are going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe for Braggy Rights and the prize of the century, Hawthorne Septimus Felton. So let's just get started. So who wants to go first? Jimmy, why don't you go first? Oh no! Oh no! You go first. I gotta, I gotta spit. Alright, I guess I'll go first. That's fine. Part of how we're going to decide who gave the better answer is the amount of cheers. So guys, if you could just go crazy for a second. Yeah, that's great energy. Okay, let's just get started. Okay, so the first object I have here today is... It is the Expanding Shower Caddy by a company called Hawthorne Place. And I will show you the object. There it is. And I will read you some of the um, packaging, because that might help you. So it says here, Expanding Shower Caddy, Satin Nickel Finish, Rest Resistant, Basket Slide Out to Accommodate Your Shower Hose or Tall Bottles, Hooks for razors, poofs, and washcloths. So, and then there's a picture here of it in use with bottles on either side and a washcloth. And, um, so there it is. Monica, is it Hawthornian? Tell us what's Hawthornian about this shower caddy that is from Hawthorne Place. Let me just, uh, think for a second. Um, uh, okay, okay. It's rust-resistant. So, um... Even though it's kind of cheap material, it still does not break down easily. And I think that's Hawthornian because a lot of his most flawed characters are the strongest. Right? So think about um, Chillingsworth from The Scarlet Letter. He, you're running out of time! 20 seconds! Okay, okay, okay. He was, um, oh my god, he was really, really strong. So all this crazy shit would happen and he just wouldn't break down because he wasn't a nice guy. Whereas Dimsdale was a nice guy, but he broke down more easily. So 
So it's like the cheaper or the worse a person is, the stronger they are. I'm sorry, that's all the time we have. Um, audience, hold your applause till the end. So, in summary, the shower caddy shows the strength of corrupt souls. Okay, Jimmy, come in. Are you ready to go? I sure am. Let's do this thing. All right, Jimmy, let me give you the description. As you can see, you may handle this item. I will read you some of the packaging. Um, as you can see, this is an expanding shower caddy by Hawthorne Place. So, Jimmy, what I want to know is, is it Hawthornian? It is Hawthornian, um, and I think the main reason is the fact that it slides. So, uh, it's an expanding shower caddy. It can get small. It can get big. It can move around stuff. And that's just like Hawthorne's ideas. So, uh, for instance, the minister's black veil, okay? Now, remember in the story, his veil was, uh, some people in the town thought it's because of a secret sin or something bad he did. And, uh, even his wife, though, doesn't know. He won't tell anybody why. But, uh, what I love about that story is it can mean so many different things. I mean, on one hand, it's just about people judging you. And, uh, I've been there. I mean, one time, uh, I was out in full camo, you know, the, the kind where you get the, you weave the kind of sticks and leaves in your beard and put them on your head and the whole thing. And, and I just went out and... I got myself a beer and everybody's looking at me and I didn't know why at first. But then I realized they, they were seeing my camo and there's something funny about that. Seeing my camouflage. I mean, just think about that. And that's what Hawthorne's all about in his stories is a paradox in that. Because on one hand, the minister, uh, you could say, well, he's a bad man. He's wearing this, this veil to kind of hide or hide his eyes and hide himself from the world or to, to kind of mourn a, a bad thing he'd done. But on the other hand, the veil's real conspicuous. So it's like he's just laying it on the table. I did something or there's something wrong with me and this veil represents it. So uh, just like that shower caddy, it can mean one thing or it can go one place or it can go another. And uh, I think that that that's why that, that Hawthorne Place shower caddy uh, really is Hawthornian. All right, well, thank you very much, contestants. And now it's time to vote. So I'm just going to say the name, and then you cheer if you love it, and you do nothing if you don't. So let's start. What do you think of Monica's explanation about the Hawthorne Place shower caddy? Okay. Uh, and what do you think of Jimmy's explanation about the Hawthorne Place shower caddy? Okay, well, that seems like a pretty strong indication that Jimmy has won round one. Wait, 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 wait. Why does Jimmy get to get so much more time than me? I'm sorry, the clock starts ticking when you get inarticulate. Anyways, moving on. Okay, so we are on to our final blitz round. So, our final product in Is It Hawthornian is the Red Wing Boot Iron Ranger Boot 
It is made of hawthorn mule skin or leather, which, if you do not know, means that the leather is rough out. So the actual inside of the hide is switched to the outside. So is it Hawthornian? Jimmy, what do you think? Well, this is definitely a hell of a Hawthornian product, let me just say that. Uh, so, uh, all right. These mule skin or leather, this rough out leather, it, it's a lot like Hawthorne's technique of letting us know that he's a writer. Because uh, not only does Hawthorne expose the hearts and minds of, of humanity and his characters, he also lets us know what it means to be an artist. So uh, in the story of Wakefield, if you don't know the plot, it's about this. It's about Hawthorne starts by saying. Alright, I read this article about a man who left his wife for 25 years, and after 25 years, goddammit, if he didn't just walk through that door, sit on down to dinner like nothing happened. But, uh, I always laugh when I read that, because it's a little like when my cousin Benny just disappeared on a bender for three days, and he just shows up right there, you know, in the honey blind, after three days, no clue where he's been, no explanation of where he's been, just starts asking, you know, how are the bucks moving, are they rutting, are they rubbing on the trees, and we're like, gee man, you know, where you been, boy? Anyways, I digress. So, alright, so Hawthorne says, I read an article that said that, and uh, then he says, I wonder what happened in that time, and I wonder why it was that way. And so, what he's doing there is, He's, he's basically showing us the way a writer speculates. And he's not trying to create an art we're meant to believe in. We're meant to know that he's inventing it. It's, uh, it's a little bit like what they call meta. You know, it's like uh, when you paint a grouse on a gun that you're going to shoot a grouse with. Meta. Alright, it's a doubling up. So Hawthorne uh, did that, and I believe that's like showing the inside, the way the writer's motives flipped around and shown to the public, rather than having the writer's goals and motives and plans and imaginings and speculations hidden, and the art to the outside, he puts that artist kind of process right there out in front of us. Just like the rough out leather, the inside is flipped outwards. And that, my friends, is real Hawthornian. Alright, well, thank you, Jimmy. So, Jimmy finished his under time. So, we are now on to the final round with Monica. You are up next. Okay, so, Monica, are you ready to play the final round of Is It Hawthornian? I sure am. Ready to go. Alright, so our product again is the Iron Ranger model boot from Red Wing Boots. It is made of Hawthorne mule skin or leather. So, Monica, are these boots Hawthornian? Um, yes, they are extremely Hawthornian. Um, I think the reason that they're Hawthornian is mule skinner. The word mule skinner. So, if um, you remember when Hawthorne worked at a uh, Brook Farm, um, what, you know, the basis for the Blythdale romance, uh, he was working on the farm. And that was, uh, and he always sort of made fun of it, but he probably drove mules. 
You know, he probably, he did all kinds of things around the farm. If you read the American Notebooks, um, you know, he was like cutting down the hay and he was, um, uh, I, I don't know what else, uh, hoeing the garden. And I, I'm sure that he handled the mules too. And so um, these uh, um, red wing boots, kind of hipsters by him now, you know, kind of wannabes. And Hawthorne was always thinking that he was like a wannabe. Like there was a huge hipster element to Brook Farm. It was kind of like, um, you know, the kind of the cliched edge of the farm to table movement that we have now. Just kind of farming in sort of this hipster community um, that had a, a level of artificiality even as it pursued authenticity. So yes, very Hawthornian. All right, well now, uh, can I just say something here? Uh, I don't think her answer should count because uh, she didn't actually talk about the product really much, except for the very end. She talked about a word in the product name that had nothing to do with Hawthorne, and I think that's real cheap. I mean, I actually talked about the leather itself and the boot itself, and, and she just liked using a random word from the product. Um, there is no rule against that, but let's just turn it over to our crowd and see. So, what do we think? Is it Jimmy's idea that the mule skinner leather, because it is rough out, the Hawthorne mule skinner leather, leather is basically showing the artist's process and exposing it rather than concealing it. Who thinks that is a great answer? Okay. And then who thinks Monica's idea that um, he maybe drove mules at Brook Farm and um, these boots kind of represent... Uh, Sort of a fake farmer aesthetic, a little bit like a hipster from the 1840s. Who thinks that's a great answer? Okay, well this is really close, so I'm going to just um, examine the readout here. Just give me one second. Oh my god, I hate waiting, I hate this. Alright. We have a winner. So I just want to thank everybody for coming out today and listening to Is It Hot Sarnia? And I also want to thank my wonderful hosts, Monica and Jimmy. All right, thanks. But could you just say who won? I mean, I'd kind of like to know. All right. So it looks like in the final analysis, Jimmy is the winner. Congratulations, Jimmy. You get the 1864 version of Septimus Felton. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm real happy about this. I, I want to thank you, and uh, I want to thank Monica, too, because uh, she's been uh, just a wonderful co-host. Don't give me that, Jimmy. You're just happy that you won. The only time you say anything nice to me is when you got a, a rare Hawthorne book in your hand that you basically cheated me out of. <laughs>